0: Welcome to Zikrudafsi Mani Memovi Abram Goldari, and today we're from Zikrud Sushashana, Daft Ramad Base, the fourth parak, Yantav. Mesechrud Sushashana has been generously sponsored as a schuss for Bas Esther. Before I begin this year, I want to invite you to the upcoming Zikrud Grand Chizuk event, taking place in Passaic, New Jersey on Sunday, November 21st, in celebration of being Messiah Mesechrud Sushashana, and for reaching the 25% of Shas milestone. It's going to be an unforgettable night, of inspiration. I hope to see you there. For more information, please email info at zichru.com. The majority of this stuff discusses the brachas of Malchus Zichronus Veshofros. So, the few times we're going to focus on number one is Tana writes that the source for saying the brachas of Zichronus Veshofros is from a states Shabasan Zichron Trua Mikrei Kodesh, a rest day, a remembrance with true sounding holy convocation. Zikron el Zichronos, Trua el Shofros. When states remembrance, this refers to the bracha of Zichronos, and when states true sounding, this is an allusion to the bracha of Shofros. When the Umar asks where it's known that one also says a Brach dedicated to Machios, it brings a bracelet that states, Rebbe says, when the Pusik states, Aniya Shem El Zo When the Pusik states, I'm a Shem, your God, and then continues in the seventh month, this is an allusion to the bracha of kingship. Rabbi Yosef bar says that this Russia isn't necessary. For the pasuk states, and they shall be a remembrance for you before your God. It's seemingly unnecessary to state afterwards, I am Hashem your God." Why does the Torah state it? This creates a source for the following principle: For every place that psukim of remembrance are stated, psukim of malchios should accompany them. Pointer to the next mishnah states. In zichronos, We recite no fewer than ten psukim of kingship, ten psukim of remembrance, and ten psukim of shofar. Rabbi Yochanan Menuri says, "Im amr If one recited three psukim of each, he has fulfilled the schieb. The question what the ten psukim of machios referred to? And Rabbi Levi said. They correspond to the ten expressions of Havel and Tehillim. The Gemur clarifies that this refers to the expressions of havel in Psalm 150, where it's written "Hallelu Shofar." Praise Him with Shofar blessing. Rav Yosef said they correspond to the Sefirah Dibros. Rabbi Yochanan said they correspond to the ten divine utterances with which the world was created. When the Gemur notes that it only says the nine times in the opening of Breishis, it answers. Nami the creation of the heaven and the earth mentioned in the first pasuk, were also done through a creative utterance, as it stated, Shem By the word of Hashem, the heavens were made. I'm pointing with you the Mishnah on Beis stated, The one who leads the tefillahs on the Yom the second one, referring to the one who leads Musaf, causes the shofar to be blown. But on an occasion when Halo is said, the first one who leads Shachris leads Halo. The glorified said the Mishnah implies that hell is not recited in Rosh Hashanah as for the reason. Riyabaho said, the Mal Ashar said before Kush Baruchu, Why did the Jews not recite Shir before Yon Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur? He replied, Evshem Melch Yosheval Kisei din Vesifre Chaim, Vesifre Mesin Bechusin Vafanav, the Omim Shira? Is it possible that when the king is seated on the throne of judgment, and the books of the living and books of dead are opened before him, the Jews should recite song? So once again, the three points are number one. It was taught to brace the source for reciting the Baruches, of zikronos for shofros is from a pasuk states Shabboson zikron trua mikre A rest a remembrance with trua sounding holy with convocation. Zikron el zikronos trua el shofros. When it states remembrance, this refers to the bracha of zikronos. And when it states trua sounding, this is an allusion to the bracha of shofros. When the question words where known that one also says a bracha dedicate to machios, it brings a brisa that it states Rabbi says when the pasuk states Ania shemel al shvi. Zomalchus. When the Pasuk states, I am Hashem your God, and then continues in the seventh month, this is an allusion to the Baruch of kingship. Rayosi Brayuda says this Russia isn't necessary. But the Pasuk states, Mayuaz Zikon and they shall be a remembrance for you before your God. It's seemingly unnecessary to state afterwards, Ani Hashem al I am Hashem your God. Why does the Torah state it? This creates a source for the following principle. For every place the Psukim of Remembrance are stated, Psukim of Malchus should accompany them. Pointing to the next Mishnah states, We recite no fewer than 10 Psukim of Kingship, 10 Psukim of Remembrance, and 10 Psukim of Shofar. Reyochanan Ben-Nuri says, If one recited three Psukim of each of them, he has fulfilled his Schiv. The Quran asks what the 10 Psukim of Malchius referred to. Rabbi Levi said, K'neget Asar Hiluim David they correspond to the ten expressions of Hallel into Tehillim. The Gemara clarifies that this refers to those expressions in Hallel in capital 150, where it's written, ha Hu shofar, praise him, with shofar blasting. Rabbi Yosef said, they correspond to the dibros. Rabbi Yochanan said, Kenegat asar mamaro shinibro olam. They correspond to the ten divine utterances with which the world was created. When the Gemara notes that it only says v'yomer nine times in the opening of Breshis, it answers Brashis Nami merhu, the creation of the heaven and the earth, Mentioned in the first passage, were also done through a creative utterance. As it stated, By the word of Hashem, the heavens were made. In point number three, the Mishnah on Daph, Laman Beis, Alman Beis stated, The one who leads the tefillahs of the Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah, the second one, referring to the one who leads Musav, causes the shofar to be blown. But on an occasion when the is said, the first one who leads Shachris leads hollow. The governor said the Mishnah implies that Allah is not recited in Rosh Hashanah and asked for the reason. Rabbi Yeboah said, The Malochei said before Kosh Baruch Hu, Shalom, why did the Jews not recite Shir before you on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur? He replied, After Mel Din Mesim B'chusim V'Yisrael Omrim Shira, is it possible that when the king is seated on the throne of judgment, and the books of the living and the books of the dead are opened before him, the Jews should recite song? Alright, so now we go to our Simmer Duff Lama Beis, and our standard simmon is a lab, and we use a mad scientist in a lab, a mad scientist in a lab. So here goes. The mad scientist in a lab trying to program a Rosh Hashanah congruence brain, so that every memory would be accompanied with the thought of a king, recited Temsukim into his ears, but refrained from singing well given the seriousness of the day. Once again, slow motion. The mad scientist in a lab, mad scientist in a lab, that must learn Duff Lama Bays. The mad scientist in lab trying to program a Rosh Hashanah congregant's brain so that every memory would be accompanied with the thought of a king, which reminds us that more brings a source for the brachas of Malkis, Zikrons and Shofros. Regarding Malkis, Rabbi Yosef Bar-Yuda said, The Pasuk states, And they shall be a remembrance for you before your God. It is seemingly unnecessary to state afterwards, I am Hashem your God, why is it stated? Zebinav, this creates the source for the following principle. For every place that the Psukim of remembrance are stated, Psukimalchius should accompany them. So the mad scientist in the lab trying to program a Rosh Hashanah congruent's brain so that every memory should be accompanied with the thought of a king, or aside Tempsukim into his ears, which reminds us we have a number of Pshatim regarding what do the Tempsukim of Malchus correspond to. Either the ten in Psalm one hundred and fifty, or the asheret or the Asar mamaros that the world was created with. So the mad scientist in the lab trying to program Rosh Hashanah Congregants' brain so that every memory would be accompanied with the thought of a king, or sorry, temsukim into his ears, but refrain from singing Hallel giving the seriousness of the day, which reminds us, how is is not reciting Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, because the Kodesh who said to the Malka Asharis, is it possible that the is sitting on the Kisei Din and the Sefer Chaim and Sefer Mesim are open before him that the Jews should recite song? So once again, the mad scientist in the lab trying to program a Rosh Hashanah congruent's brain so that every memory would be accompanied with the thought of a king, recite Temsukim into his ears, but refrain from singing Hallel, giving the seriousness of the day. All right, now it's time for our 4 Blah Bar Chazorah. So the Simmer Dav Ches is a strong man. So here goes. The strong man, strong man. That must be more on Dav Ches. The strong man who blew with all of his might into a shofar that was taken from an Ola, which reminds us, Rabbi holds one should not bore the shofar of an Ola, but if he did, he has fulfilled the scheev, whereas one should not bore the shofar of a Shalami, if he did, he hasn't fulfilled the scheev. What's the difference between them? Ola's bas-me'ilah here, and Ola's subject to me'ilah. Therefore, once he blew its horn, and thereby committed me'ilah with it, the horn goes out to the unconsecrated state. Reb say that one does fulfill the scheev with both of them, because mitzvahs, the mitzvahs were not given to Yisrael for the purpose of deriving benefit from the fulfillment. Rashi explains that they were given as a yoke upon one's neck. So the strong man who blew with all of his might into a shofar that was taken from an Ola to play his favorite song, which reminds us, Rabbi said that a ruling that one who is forced to eat matzah is Yotzi, it's indicates that one who bows a shofar from Rosh Hashanah for the purpose of playing a song has also fulfilled the schiub. Rav is coming to teach that one might have thought in the case of matzah, echol matzah Boha Acho. The Torah said, eat matzah, and this coerous person, in fact, ate matzah and fulfilled the mitzvah. Whereas in the second case, zikron truoksi, it's written that on Rosh Hashanah there shall be a remembrance of shofar boaz, v'hai masasik and this one is merely a preoccupied individual, and therefore does not fulfill the mitzvah. Kamash that the Rav is coming to inform us that they are indeed analogous, and the shofar also fulfills the skew. So from here we see the rubber holds mitzvahs ain't srichos kavana. Mitzvahs do not require kavana. So the strong man who blew with all of his might into a shofar that was taken from an ola to play his favorite song couldn't wake up his friend who went to sleep in a sukkah on the eighth day of sukkahs with kavana. Which reminds us that rubber rules regarding a case where one sleeps in a sukkah on the eighth day that with respect to violating Baltosiv the rule is that during the mitzvah's designated time kavana is not required. Shalobah's mano boy kavana but not during his designated time it does require a kavana. Daf chavtesh. So the simcha Duff is a cot. So here goes the man sitting on the cot. Cot. That must be more daf the man sitting on the cot with his arms raised in the air, which reminds me, we going from Moshe raising his hands with the with the Malik, that, so long as Yisrael gazed upward, I'm his government, and subject at their heart to their father in heaven, they would prevail, but if not, they would fall. The same lesson is learned from the Nachesh and the Chosha that was placed on a pole, so that those afflicted in the plague would look up to Aviham Shiv So, the man sitting on the cot with his arms raised in the air, was surrounded by Kohanim and Levim who had gathered to listen to the blowing of the shofar, which reminds us that it was necessary for the Tan to teach that Kohanim and Levim are in Tikia Shofar. For if he had not done so, you might have said. That since we learn in the Mishnah, Shabbat Yovel Rosh Hashanah, Habrachos, the, the laws of the Yovel year are identical to the laws of Rosh Hashanah with regard to the blowing, and the Habrachos only someone who is subject to Yovel in its entirety, is Chayiv, in the Tekiyahs of Rosh Hashanah. But Kohanim and Levim, since they are not subject to the laws of Yovel year in its entirety, since Kohanim and Levim may sell their property at any time and may redeem it at any time, we would say that they are not obligated in the Mitzvah of the Shul from Rosh Hashanah. Kamash on the Tanah therefore, informs us that they are indeed Chayiv. So the man sitting on the cot with his arms raised in the air was surrounded by Kohanim and Levim who gathered to listen to the blowing of the shofar that the head of basin said, to blow on Shabbos. Which reminds us of how Rabbi Yochan ben Zakkai incident blowing the shofar by Basin in Yavda on Shabbos after the Churban of Bayashani. He told the Bnei ben Sarah that they should blow and then they'll deliberate. And after it was blown, he said, the horn has been heard on Shabbos in Yavda and one should not refute Basin after the deed has been done. But she explains that if they now forbid blowing even in Basin, people will say their blowing was done in error, which will expose them to ridicule. Da'af Lamed. So the Simmer Da'af Lamed is a Malamed, a Rebbe. So here goes. The Rabbi, Rabbi. That must be more Daf Lamed. Malamed. The Rebbe, who was waiting with his Talmudim to listen to the chauffeur blowing on Shabbos outside a base in... Which reminds us. The Mishnah of Chav on the base brought him a close Rabbi Yochum and Zakeh's enactment of blowing the chauffeur on Shabbos after the Chorban. Rabbi Lezda said he only enacted blowing the chauffeur in Yavne, and the Chalmi said to him, that he instituted both for Yavne and for any place in which there's a Basin. Rav Huna said the Im Basin and the boiling must be done with Basin. The first version of Rav Huna's statement explains that Im Basin means in the presence of Basin. The mere existence of a Basin in a city is not an adequate deterrent to prevent people from carrying the shofar under of Rabim on Shabbos. So the Rebbe was waiting with his Talmud to listen to the shofar boiling on Shabbos Outside of base, then, decide to do something as a Zechel Mikdash, which, which reminds us when the base of Mikdash was destroyed, when Yochim and Zaka instituted that they will be taken in the provinces all seven days of Sukkah's Zechel Mikdash as a remembrance of the base of Mikdash. The Gemara brings a source that were been to make a Zechel Mikdash from the Pasuk Tzion-e-Dorish-Einla, saying, she is Tzion, there's none who her. From the words Dorish-Einla, there's none who see her, call the boy Drisha. It's implied that she requires seeking. So the Rebbe was waiting with his tummy to listen to the shofar blowing on Shabbos, outside of base, then designed to do something as Ezekiel and Mikdash. So we held a class discussion if the Levim should sing the Shir Shal Yom if the of the Chodesh are delayed in coming. Which reminds us, the next mission states, the company, Edis, the Chodesh, originally they accepted the Edim the Chodesh all day. It once occurred that the witnesses were delayed in coming and the Levim went awry in the singing of the daily shir. Consequently, the coming instant of the basin should only accept the until the Mincha referring to the afternoon tamid, and that they came from Mincha onward on Rosh Hashanah, they would observe that day and the following day as holy. The Gemara asked him, which way did the Levim go awry? In Babel, they explained, Shulam Roshirah, Kol Iker, that the Levim did not recite a shirah at all. Rabbi Zerah as Israel well said, Shalm Roshirah, Shalchol, Im Tamid Shalben that they recite the weekday shirah with the afternoon tamid. Dof Lamed Olive. So the similar Dof Lamed Olive is the law and we use a judge. So here goes. The judge, judge. That must ruin Dof Lamed Olive. Voila. The judge who sang the Shir Shalom as he entered the courtroom, which reminds us that we have a to that teaches why each Shir Shalom was chosen. So the judge who sang the Shir Shalom as he entered the courtroom suddenly stopped when he looked at the weather beaten defendant who had survived ten exiles all the way into the wilderness, which reminds us that we learned about the Esramasa Os, the ten journeys that the Shekhinah took as it went to exile during the destruction of Baiz Rishon and corresponding to the was exile ten exiles during the destruction of Bai Shani. So the judge who sang the Shir Shalyom as he entered the courtroom suddenly stopped when he looked at the weather-beaten defendant who had survived ten exiles all the way into the wilderness, only to be put on trial because he ascended the dukhen wearing sandals in violation of one of nine Takanas. Which reminds of Yochum and Zaka enacted nine Takanas, the eighth one being Kohanim, are not permitted to ascend the dukhen in their sandals for Birchus Kohanim. The Gemaraan Sot explains that this was instant because of the concern that people might sit down during B'erchus' quantitative detail who strap, and people might suspect him of refraining from assigning the bracha because of Mav P'sul and his yichus. All right, so that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Goram of Zichur, wishing you a great day and great learning.